All right. Good morning, Chabra. Here we go. Today's Davos Dav Sati Dalid, page 94 in the Heligim Mesechas Babakama. We're now in the ninth parak, parak HaGaisel Eitzim. And we pick up with Omar Abaye, which is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight lines from the bottom of Tzadi Gimel Amad Bey's 93b. Eight lines from the bottom. Here we go. Says the Heliga Gemara. Now the sugi we're going through is whether change and what sort of change in an item causes it to uh, become the property of the Ganav, or do we say Shinoi Bimkamai Medas? Does change keep it in its place, or even if I make a change, it's always considered in the original owner's property. So here we go. Amar Abay Abay says, Reb Shem Ben Yehuda Beishamay Reb Elazar Ben Yaakov Reb Shem Ben Elazar Reb Shmuel Kulu Sfir Lu Shidim Kamiyamit. Everybody holds Shidim Kamiyamit, which means if you steal something and you change it around, Bim Kamiyamit, it still remains in the property of the original owner. Reb Shem Ben Yehuda Hadamara. We just proved this on the earlier on the daf what we did yesterday, but daf Sadi Gimel. We just showed that he he old shinim koyememedes, okay, which is that if you have uh, wool from different sheep and you dye it before shearing the next one, so all of the shearings, all of the wool is going to combine. You need something? Oh, it's mine. Thank you. Um, all the shearings are going to combine, even though they've been changed to create the required amount. To be given to the Kayan. Why is it combining? It was changed. It must be Shinimim Kamehameh. The fact that it was changed doesn't make it that, it, that uh, it's enough of a change to, to, to make it that it doesn't combine with anything else. Okay. Bishamemahi, Hermino Bishamai agrees as well that change does not, that a change in an item does not change the ownership. If somebody gave a Zaina, somebody gives a prostitute Chitim. Wool as her payment, Basan Silas, and she turned it into flour. Now, there's something called Esnan Zaina. Esnan Zaina, gifts to a Zaina, gifts to a harlot. It's not respectable. We don't allow it to be brought um, into or used in the Beis Hamikdash as part of the offerings. Okay? What happens if you gave her wheat and she ground it up into flour? Zaysim, gave her olives. Basan Shemit, she made them into oil. Anovim, gave her grapes. Basan Yan, she made them into wine. Can it be used as part of an offering? Now that it's been changed. Or is it only like wrong for the original item in its original state to, not, to, to be used uh, in an offering? But once it's been changed, maybe it's not disrespectful to use it as an offering. So Tani Chada Aser. One bride says, no, it's still a problem. Even though it's changed, it's, it's, still, it's still forbidden. The Tani Chada Aser says, but it's allowed. We are Rabbi Yasef. says, Tani Gorian, Gorian taught us, top of today's daf. Ben Gurion of Aspork taught us that Peshamai says that you're not allowed, even with the change, you're not allowed to use it as part of a sacrifice. does allow it. Now, why doesn't Peshamai allow it? It must be the fact that it's changed is not enough. It's still considered in its original state. That's the change keeps it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't remove it from its original state. And therefore, even the flour, even the wine, even the oil, it's called Esnan Zaina, and it's not allowed to be used. Okay, my time at the Bishamai says the Gemara, what's the reason for Bishamai that even once we change it, it cannot be used 
in the Beis HaMikdash, Amar Kra, Gam Shneim, the Torah says, when referring to Estan Zaina, the payment made for a, a Zaina, it says, Gam Shneim, also them, also them, there's something else that's also, the reason why you can't bring in the Beis HaMikdash, the reason why it's inappropriate is because it's, it's an abomination. So what, it says, Gam Shneim, also the two of them. Now what does it mean also? The two of them, the Rabbi Shinu Yehem, Shnehem also gives off a play on words of Shinu Yehem. Their changes, even things that it's been changed to, cannot be used in the basemic in, in the offerings. Basil Amakrahem Veloy Shinehem. It's only Basil is going to say you could once it's been changed use it. They are only forbidden to be used, but not things that have been changed. And now in classic form, the Gemara is going to go back and forth and understand the Machlegas team Beishami and Basil again. Beishami says even if something's been changed, like if you paid the Zaina. With wheat, you also cannot use the flour. Why? Beishamai's reason was, Shinehem means you cannot even use Shinoyehem, things they've been changed into. But Beishel says you could use it in the offerings once it's changed, because it says, hey, only they. So now in classic Gemara form, we're going to try to understand why each one doesn't use the other one's source. Says the Gemara. Ubeishamai, according to Beishamai, who does not allow you to use the changes, Huxiv Haim, it says them specifically, so what does he do with it? Ahomi Boyle, Haim Veloy Valdesayim. Only they're forbidden, but not the Vlades, not the children. Okay, so let's say you give an animal to a woman as payment, and so that animal cannot be used as an offering, but any children that that animal has is permitted to be brought in the base of Mikdash. That's why it says Haim, only the animals themselves, but doesn't mean. Changes could be used. It means children could be used. Bishol, and what is Bishol going to respond to that? Again, Bishami says, Shinea means even the changes cannot be used. What did Bishol do with that? Posok, Tarti, Shamas, He says, he's learning out two things. Heim, Veloy, Shineyeim, Heim, Veloy, Valdeseim. Heim means them and them alone cannot be used. Them and them alone cannot be used does tell me that anything that's been changed into may be used, and it also tells me that children could be used, because anything that's not the original thing that you stole may be used. What does Basil do with the word gam? Something else also needs to be excluded besides for animal gam, the Basil Kashi, right? It's a problem, it's a question on Basil, but it doesn't knock off their opinion. Okay, bottom line is, we wanted to know, we gave a list of Tanayim who agree that things that Shinebim Kameh Yamedas, that changes remain in its, uh, keep it in its original uh, possession, in its original state. We said, Rav Shiming Amlio holds that, that we learned yesterday. We just explained now, Beishamai agrees with that, that even things that have been changed are considered in their original form. And now we're going to go on to the next Tana, Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov. We said he also agrees that things that have been changed keep their original ownership. If somebody steals a saw measurement of flour, of chitin, I'm sorry, of wheat. Tachna, you grind it up. Losha, you knead it. Vafa, you bake it. Vehifrish, menachal, you separate chala. Ketzad, mevarech, chenzad, mevarech, alam, menoit. You can't make a bracha on it because you did, uh, you did an averam. You don't do, make a bracha on a frashas chala, separate chala on, on wheat that you stole. A person, uh, a person who steals, Makes a bracha, makes a blessing which is disgusting in the eyes of Akadosh Baruch Hu. Aye, one second. You can ask on this. You stole wheat. You didn't steal bread. Yeah, but even though you changed it into bread, this is still considered the item that you stole. 
Hence, even Rabbi Lazar Yaakov holds Shinoi Bimkoyma Yamad. Shemin Allah Zarmahi, where we find Rav Shemin Allah agrees with that statement as well. Tanan Dabai said, Klaal Zeh, Amar Rav Shemin Allah Zar. Rav Shemin Allah gave us a rule. Kol Shevach Shezbiach Gazlon. And Ishvach, and he gains that the Gazlon, the, the robber caused, if you steal something and then you spend money on it, so it goes up in value. The thief has the upper hand. If he wants, he could take the extra amount before returning the original value. And he could even hold on. Yeah. And, and if he wants, he could say, here, take it back as you want. Since it's still here, the Ganav has a right to return the, uh, the object that he stole as is. So interestingly, again, what, what, what's the Bryce is saying? That if somebody steals something, the robber has the upper hand. Says, I don't understand. Mike Omar. What is this statement? What, what is this telling us? What does it mean? If you steal something, you can give it back to the original owner and say, What does that mean? Omar of Sheshesh explains, What it means to say is like this, If the robber caused it to go up in value, then So I stole something worth $100. Now it's worth $120. I get the extra 20 bucks. But if it went down in value, You can say to the owner, Here's your object. I when you stole it, it was worth hundred dollars. Now people are willing to pay eighty bucks. I'm giving you back the item that the item that you took that I took. Because the original item, even with the change and the change in value, remains in its original place. Amri, they said. Ask the Gemara. Ask the Ask the Gemara. Ihachi. If so, says Gemara. Ihachi. If so, afilu even if it goes up in value, you should have to give back the actual item. Says Gemara, one second. If change doesn't make it that it ever left the original owner's domain, so listen here. I stole an animal worth $100. Now I give the animal gishmaka food. It's worth $120. If change didn't give me ownership, I should have to give back the full $120, bucks, the original owner. Why does the robber get the extra $20? Bucks? It never left the original owner's domain. So now it's... it's $120 to the original owner. Says so Gemara, you're right. It should be like that, but there's a special decree of the sages, which we've learned prior, which is, Amri What's the Kanas The Racham made a decree to make it easier for people to do teshuva, that they should, we say that you only need to return up to the original value that you took, not the entire item. And if that, that item went up in value, you don't have to give it back. The example we gave prior is if somebody steals a beam and uses it as a support in a home and later on wants to do tshuva, does he have to, get to dismantle his home to give back the beam? We just have to give the value of the beam that you took. The Constitution says you just have to give back the value. Otherwise, it's going to be too hard for people to do tshuva, be too difficult. And so the Gemara is responding, really, it never left the original owner's domain. This is true, absolutely. And therefore, it should always be the original owner just gets back the item. But there's a decree. If it went, if the robber made it go up in value, he doesn't have to give the actual item back. He gets the extra amount to make it easier for two. Incredible. Fine. So we know Reb Shem Ben Elazar also agrees. Shinoi bim change does not remove it from the original owner's domain. Rabbi Shmuel Mahi, where do you find that opinion? Rabbi Shmuel down with the price of mitzvahs pay up. The mitzvah of peyah, what is that? Lahafresh may not come and separate from the stalks while they're still out in the field. Lahafresh may not come, he didn't separate from the stalks while in the field. 
And you separate from the bundle. You can separate it from the pile as long as it's not yet been smoothed out and brought into his home. Once you smooth down, first you take Meiser and then you give Peah because there's already Chiyah Meiser. Even separate from the dough. No, there's always going to be a chiyuv of peya. Why? It's already chala. doesn't matter. The fact that it's been changed doesn't remove your peya responsibilities, which means shinui bim even once things have been changed, they are considered to be in their original form. All these tanoyim are following Beishamai, because again, Beishamai says, like we learned earlier. Now, Beishel disagrees. Now, whenever there's a dispute between Beishamai and Beishel, who do we rule like? Beishel. So he asks, he asks Abai, um, why is everybody agreeing with Beishamai? We don't pass him like that. It's got to be Beishel agrees with this. It's got to be that ultimately Beishel backed out of their original opinion and they agree with Beishamai too that change does not make you the new owner it always stays in its original state says the Gemara whoa 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 we started out with a Machlekes yeah we start with Machlekes top of today's daf we said Beishamai has his reason it says by Estan Zaina by the payment to a harlot even Shinoyeim, even their changes cannot be used, which means it stays in its original state. Basil says, no, things that it's been changed into may be used in the Beis HaMikdash. Now we're saying Basil ultimately backed out. Let's go through this. Omar Rava. Rava says, Mimai. Where do we get this from? Where do we get this from? Tomar Kamekamar Maybe, you know, how, how all, all these opinions that you're stating, that all these Tanayim agree, it may not be such strong proofs. Maybe B'Shem Yehuda says that by the case of dying, it's not enough of a change. Because you could bleach it. Maybe when it comes to bringing an offering in the Beis HaMikdash, that's where B'Shamay says that Shinimim Kamehameh, Why? We're dealing with something that belongs to the Beis HaMikdash and it's disgusting to do that um, even after things have been changed to bring it to the Beis HaMikdash, to, to bring it as a carbon. It's just inappropriate. You're dealing with, when you're dealing with Dvarim that are uh, much greater Kedusha than standard, you've got to deal with higher levels. says, you can't make a bracha on a Prashas Chala. Is it Mishum Davalei Mitzvah Babavera? You don't do a mitzvah babavera. Yeah? You're not going to make a blessing and do a mitzvah on something that came about through a sin. It says you should leave it. Now, he's saying in all these cases, you can't necessarily bring a proof that they hold shinibim coming. I mean, that change keeps it in its original domain. You have no proof. It could be the hold in general. It does not keep it in its original domain, but these are the exceptions. I'm going to say, learn out from these cases of Peah, Mount Nesanim Shani. I'll say, gifts to the poor are different. And how, why would gifts to the poor be different because of Tazoib? Rabbi Yenison says, What's the reasoning for Rabbi Shmuel 
that even once you make it uh, into Isa, even once you make it into dough, you got to separate your peya mishum to kasavar shinoi enoi kaina. Is you going to say because shinoi enoi kaina it stays in its original spot? I doma balma kasavar shinoi kaina. Maybe old shinoi is kaina. Change does acquire a vachem mishum dachsiv tazev yisera. The reason for Rabbi Shmuel is because of what you said, that the reason why you can make a bracha on the dough, the reason why you separate, I'm sorry, the reason why you separate uh, the matnasaniyam, the peya, even once it's made into dough, is because of, is because shini enikaina, still considered in its original form. And over here, it's because it says Tazav Yisera. There's an extra word, Tazav. I'm sorry, I went back. You're going to tell them the reason for Rabbi Shmuel who holds that you need to separate from dough. Again, it's because it's still concerned in its original form. Why, is, why do I need the extra pasuk then of Tazav? You should surely leave it. It's already Svarah. It's already logic. I already know that. And furthermore, the Rabban, according to the Rabban, who argue... And they say that once it's changed, you don't separate. Uh, you don't separate uh, the peya. Tazav yisera the kasav rachman alamali. Why I say tazav yisera? What's the need for that pasuk? Answers the Gemara. If somebody's mafkir, if somebody makes his his vineyard hefker, the hishkim labaykar uvetzarei, and he gets up in the morning and he does betzira, he harvests it. And you are potter from uh, potter from Meiser. Am Rabbi Yudam Hashuah Vira says name is Shmuel. Halacha of Shimon Alazar the halacha follows Rabbi Shimon ben Alazar. Mi Am Rabbi Shmuel Hakid Shmuel hold halacha is like Rabbi Shimon Alazar that again he holds that you can give an animal that you stole back even if it went down in value you can say a reisha chalav anacha behold it's yours. Is that true? Shmuel says, "Ain't shaman the ganav or the gazlan." We never evaluate for either a ganav or a gazlan. Okay, what does that mean? If you steal something and the animal dies while the while it's stolen, we got to pay back the full value, and you can't give the dead animal back to the owner and say, "Here, here, it's yours." So, <laughs> Shmuel says. You can't just take the item that you stole that went down in value and say, "Here, I raise your behold, it's yours." The thing's dead. Ellen is We only do that when it comes to damages. Vishma the Rava makes it's going to Rava the Amar Kikamar Rishem and Elazar also in Bakosha the Hodar. Like Kasha, there's no question. Kikamar Elachim Rishem and Elazar. The Shinim Kamei Yamein. He holds the Shinim Kamei Yamein. Where does he hold Shinim Kamei Yamein? That change keeps it its original ownership. That's Bakosha the Hodar. That's only when things go down in value because they can go back up in value. Incredible, you say. Foundational idea, yeah? Nothing's down permanently. Nothing's down permanently. It'll go back. And where does Shmuel say over there? Where does he say? We never evaluate by a Ghana or Gazlam, meaning you always say, except for Nizakim. That's only by when it went down in value. The Loi Hadar. And it cannot go back up in value. That's by a going down in value that cannot go back. What are you going to say? Abayi Masli says the Gemara. will learn a little differently. He learns it like this. We now turn to the top of Amr Beis. 
Imru halacha kereshim ben Elazar. They said halacha does follow like kereshim ben like kereshim ben Elazar. However, Shmuel disagreed. Everybody else, how do we do paskin like like kereshim ben Elazar? But valeilai sfirale. But Shmuel himself did not agree. So Shmuel, in other words, we said ah, a contradiction in Shmuel. Says well, no, Shmuel's just quoting the other opinions and stating that he does not agree with it. Okay. Here we go. Get ready for a fascinating Gemara here. A little bit of a change. Biblically. Anything that you steal and has been changed, you got to give back the item. Biblically. It says you should return that which you stole. Everything that you steal, you give back. You can say, I, our Mishnah says, if you steal something and change it, you just give back the value. That's the Mishnah, the Kanah that's the Din, the Rabbonon. The Rabbis, our Mishnah is found the Dekia, the Rabbonon, who say that you just give back value once it's been changed in order to allow people to do tshuva. We said if he didn't give to the Kayim before it was died, he is Potter. So you see that change does give you ownership biblically. You're dealing with Bikurim. No, it's following, uh, that, that's the uh, singular opinion of Yaakov. Where do we say that change doesn't give you ownership? That's where you stole wood and made it a vessel. So when it's a change that can go back to its original form, that's where we say biblically it's not considered a change. But change that cannot go back to its original form, even biblically, would be a change. And therefore it's a rabbinic decree. It would have to be a rabbinic decree in such a, in such a setting that would allow us to, uh, that would allow the robber to keep the, Item and only pay back the value. Okay, here we go. Says the Gemara, Tanu Rabbanon, the rabbis learned, and so should we. A guy steals and he wants to do tshuva, or a guy lends on interest and he wants to do tshuva. Ain Mikablin Mayhem, incredible, incredible, incredible. Whoever they took the item from or the money from should not let them return the money. You hear this? I lent you $100 and I told you you have to pay me back 150 And you paid me back 150 Two years later, I want to do tshuva and give you back the $50. You shouldn't accept the money from me. If I'm a kabo mehem, if you do take the money, the chamim are upset with you. Acham are upset with you, which means it's the wrong thing to do. Amar of Yechanan of Yechanan says, "Be me, Rabbi Nishlas Mishazu." In the days of Rabbi, they learned the Mishnah. They learned in the Brisa. Maisa about the Mechad Shabikeish Lasa Shuva. There was a story with a guy who wanted to do Teshuva. Amar La, yeah, he say he did not vera, and he wanted to repent. Now, obviously, it had to do with the world of finances. He stole something. He wanted to give it back. He wanted to do Teshuva. So. What happened? His wife said to him, You can't do tshuva. Reka, you empty-headed fool. If you do tshuva, we're living off of all the stuff that you stole. If you want to do tshuva, you're going to have to give back your belt. 
You don't own anything. Everything's stolen. And he said, okay, you know, you're right. I can't afford to give everything back. And therefore, he didn't do any tshuva. At that moment, they said, We don't want to get in the way of somebody if it's going to cause them a great financial loss. And so he does accept it from them because they want to... Because they want to uh, get their money back. That's a challenging question. If your father leaves you money that was gotten because of ribbis that he wasn't allowed to get, even if the children know that they inherited the ribbis, they're not obligated to give it back. Which means that when they inherit something, you're not obligated to give it back. Seems to if the father would be around, he would be obligated to return money that he got off of ribbis. Says, the truth is, not only the kids don't have to give it back and shouldn't give it back, but the father also uh, shouldn't give back interest money. And this, that we, the reason why we mentioned the children, because of the Seifa, which said, if the father left the money, part of if the father left the money or an object, they would be obligated to give it back out of respect for their father. Why out of respect for their father? Because if they walk around with the item that their father stole, everyone's going to say, oh, there's the children, the son of the Ganav. So out of, covet, out of respect for the parents, you give it back. Toneration not made the two, and therefore the Mishnah uh, uh, and by uh, the money also spoke about the kids. But really the halacha would be different. Again, the children give it back by the item, but not by money that was gotten inappropriately. Again, because we want to make it easier for those to do tshuva. Says the Is it true that out of respect for their father, it says, Prince and your people, you should not lie or you shouldn't curse. Which means you only shouldn't curse out people who act like a yid. And if your father is a balavera, your father is a sinner, your father is a robber, your father is a thief, he's stealing things, there's no obligation to give him any sort of respect. You can curse him out, and therefore, who cares? Who cares if you walk around with the stuff that your father stole and people now are going to be uh, say, oh, look, the father stole stuff. Why? why you don't have no chiv of keeping up aim anymore. There's no obligation to respect a father like that. Answers the Gemara. Kedamar of Pinchas, Bisha The father did tshuva before he died. So you have to respect him. And you got to give it back. Children are obligated to, uh, to honor him. It must have chuva my boy got base. If he did chuva, why is he still holding on to it? Why is still the item? He said he did chuva. What's he doing? Let him give it back. The guy's on his deathbed. And he regrets how he lived. He does chuva the last moment of his life. He didn't have time to give it back. The children are obligated to respect such a parent. Wow. Okay. Toshima, come and listen. Robbers and those who lend on ribbis, even um, even though they already collected the money, they give it back. Gazlanim says the Gemara. Gazlanim by robbers. My shagavu ika. What do they have? Igazl. They stole it. Gazl. It's already stole. It's it's already stolen. Vilay gazl. And if it wasn't stolen, like gazl, they didn't steal. And don't call them Gazlanim. Elaim would rather say, Ha Gazlanim, Umay Nihu, Malvi Ribis. Rather, it's the same case. 
Gazlanim, and what are considered Gazlanim? They are Malve Ribis, those who land on Ribis. Afapisha Gavu Machzirin, where even though they already collected the money, Machzirin, they have to give back that money. Now, what do you see from here? You give back. You give back money that you earned off of interest. Before we said you don't. Amri, they said, They should return the money, but those who they charge the interest shouldn't take it back. Says Gemara, what does that mean? Return the money, but the person's not taking it. Let's <laughs> say, Why they give it back if we're not going to accept it? Says Gemara, Let's say, To be freed, Okay. Now, what this means is that if somebody lends on ribis, there's so it's a fascinating. Uh, I, I'm, it's an incredible concept. It, it's like two contradictory things, but it's two things that need to be done. It's like I've told over when my father's Bracha was in Lakewood. Sir of Aaron went to Israel and he came back, and the Bachar master Moshe Feinstein, whether they should go to the airport to greet Rabarn. So Ramayusha said, of course you should. And Rabaran heard about it. And he said, Every, no, you shouldn't miss it or nobody should come to the airport. So they asked Ramayusha. The Rashiva said, we shouldn't go. He said, well, your Rashiva, his Achrayas is tell you not to go and your Achrayas is to go. Right? Here, it's two contradictory things, but everybody's doing the right thing. Rabaran was right for telling you not to go, but I'm telling you, you should go. Over here, the one who lent on Ribas is obligated to offer sincerely and fully to offer the money back. But the one who it was taken from shouldn't accept it. Everyone, everyone has to do their due diligence to their responsibility. All right, let's do one more price here. Tashma, come and listen. People who take money in a wrong way, it's very hard to do shuva, and they do return the money when they're able to. So you see from here, we do take it back. We, a person should take it. No, they should offer the money. But those who took it from shouldn't take it back. That's not a difficult tshuva. That's an easy tshuva. You just offer it back. It's not even being taken. Furthermore, it says, if you don't know who you took it from, you should use the money for Tzarchi Tzibur, use it for public funds, because you know at least some way the one who you stole it from is going to have a gain from it. Use it to build wells and things that the, that the public could use. So you see, you do mamish give back the money, you don't just offer it back. One's dealing with, before the decree of Takana Sashovim, to make it easier for those who did Shuvah, that's where we say you're obligated to give it back. And use it for public funds. Another one is after Takona Sashavim, after that decree was uh, after that decree was already made. We're going to hold it here. Bezjam tomorrow evening we'll pick up with Bahashta Damar of Nachman. Bezjam Daf this week will be at six p.m. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, everybody.